Welcome to Embrace It All with Angela Adams. Life is full of ups and downs, but did you know that you can really love your life and thrive despite whatever's thrown your way? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back. Last week, Sarah and I shared with you the definition of marriage competence and positive affect within your marriage and and what to look for when it comes to resolving conflict within your marriage because we all know that there is going to be conflict, right, in our marriages. So on today's episode, we will continue the conversation as we talk about what love looks like within a marriage and how to understand your spouse's love language and why that is important. And then we will discuss why that popular belief that we can actually fall into or out of love anytime is not true. Are you ready? Sit back and enjoy episode 101. So. We've talked a little bit about how men and women differ, and we've talked about this idea of loving. Yes. Right? And showing up in a loving way. But you and I both know men and women are just different. (laughs) And okay, there's got to be a method to God's madness here for putting (laughs) two very opposite (laughs) (laughs) thinkers creating marriage because we know that marriage and family is a creation of our heavenly father so how do women and men differ in the way they feel loved that is a fabulous question that researchers are also trying to figure out the answer to right but there are some generalizations that you know we have this is what i i Kind of resonate with it said women tend to need to hear through words that they are loved men tend to need to see through actions that they are loved okay so that's gives us just insight into each other obviously it's, there's there's times where women want to see through actions as well so it's not you know always but this it kind of brings into the five love languages by Dr. Chapman. This is a book that they just celebrated 30 years of helping couples kind of discover how to love each other. And it's it's a fascinating book because it actually has no empirical value to it. He's observed couples through therapy, but he didn't do like actual research. Okay. Yeah. For no official studies on this book, but it resonates with so many people. Actually, my oldest son is engaged, which we're so excited. And even before, you know, they got any of my marriage prep wisdom that I'd love to, you know, instill on them, they had already talked about these five love languages. Like they knew about it. This is just something out there that, you know, that even dating apps use. And it's just been a fun thing. So it's, but it is a great way to just kind of get a sense of who we are ourselves, how we like to feel loved, and then how our spouse wants to be loved. And so let me first, I'll read the five love languages because that's what you can kind of examine yourself and see what you, how you love, how you like love to be shown to you. The first one is words of affirmation. So as you can see from what I said earlier, that's often a big one for women. Mm -hmm. Acts of service, 
that's often a big one for men, gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So these are the five and you kind of read through them and then see what works for you. The interesting thing though with these five love languages is that we often show love the way we We want to feel love. love. Yes. (laughs) And so that's the key is the way we show love may not be the way our spouse need to be aware of what others needs are. Right. And so that, and I don't think it changes who you are because you can then still express like, I want to be loved this way, Mm -hmm. but it makes you so much more of a whole person to be willing to show love in a way that maybe isn't as natural to you. Right. And you know, it doesn't innately resonate with you. There's still just that being able to know how the other wants to feel loved and has that affirmation. If you can know that about the other, then you are becoming even a better person by expanding the way you love. Right. Right. And I love that. I love that idea. So it's fun. So just some fun little statistics though, is the number one of these, if you were just to say for both men and women is the top one is quality time. So there is truth something about being together with each other and fully present that um, that resonates with all of us. Number two is words of affirmation for women, as we mentioned. Uh, yes. <laughs> Physical touch is obviously a really important one for men. men. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I thought this was a funny one, just looking at dating apps, that women who chose acts of service as their love language got more likes from men. So the men, so you've got to think of it the opposite. The men wanted to find a woman who shows love with acts of service. And they're like, oh, that's the woman I want to date. <laughs> men who chose quality time got more likes from women on the dating app. So the okay. women were looking for men who are willing to spend quality time with them. That's who they wanted to go out with. (laughs) So I thought those were fun little stats. So it's just a fun way to kind of, if you just in any relationship, wherever you're at in the dating relationship versus marriage, anywhere, you know, it's fun just to look at these there. I think there's merit to them and they're worth looking at to understand yourself, to have a better awareness of yourself and then to understand your spouse or anyone. Right. And and I know it's been fun for us because one of my top ones was gifts. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, that's kind of selfish. You know, I enjoy getting gifts. <laughs> the way I show love is giving gifts. I love giving <laughs> gifts. I do. And so sometimes when I come home with a new shirt for my husband, he'll say, oh, I love you too, honey. <laughs> that's your way of you expressing love (laughs) and it's so funny because you know I just start laughing but but he understands my love language you know and it's important to be aware of that because you could see how in a a negative side like if gift giving was your love language and you give your spouse all these gifts and they're like they never reciprocated (laughs) yeah it could it can be really hurtful and that can be perceived as, oh, they don't care about me or they don't love me. You know, it can be easy to fall into that cycle of only then seeing the negative of your spouse. 
Whereas that's not how they feel love. So they just don't think much of it, you know? Right. And so being aware of how each other feels gives you that opportunity to develop more of a whole way of loving. Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So the last question I wanted to ask you, and I, we could go on and on and on. I telling you what, but we hear a lot of falling in love or I fell out of love all the time. All the time. All the time. It's just a term in our culture. Right. So what is your take on that? Actually, it's even a term I think they use in divorce courts. It just, it just happened to us. That's, we couldn't do anything about it. That's it. And that's, that's the key to it, that we don't realize how destructive that mentality can be. So there is an amazing article by Lindsay Robbins of the 70s. It's called Agency and Love in Marriage. And we'll put it in the podcast notes. It is just a fabulous article talking about this idea that with love, if you look at scriptures, the Savior has said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God, thy heart, my strength, you know, all of those things. And thou shalt love thy neighbor. Thou shalt love thy wife. That's in Doctrine and Covenants. These are commandments. Many commandments has a presupposition of agency that you can choose to do that. So Elder Robbins talks about that just, you know, in terms of that we talk about falling in love, falling out of love as if it's something we can't control. But there is, we have agency. We can choose how to love. And that's the key if we understand that and recognize it, that there is an element of agency. It's not just happening to us. And so when we don't feel love within our marriage, then that doesn't mean there can't be love there. We just have to choose to show how to express that love and bring it back. We Take have that responsibility. Yes. So in this actual article, Elder Robbins quotes Stephen Covey, who gave just a really good little scenario where he was at a conference he was presenting at, and he just had a man come up to him and just said, you know, my wife and I was falling out of love. And is there anything we can do about it? And Stephen R. Covey, he says, love her. And the guy was taken aback. He's like, well, no, that's what I'm trying to tell you. We don't love each other anymore. And he's like, (laughs) I know. So love her. Use it as a verb. Use it as a verb. Exactly. He's like, it's a verb. It's not just something that happens to you. And he just said, you know, I was asking this man, he had to dig deep and change and just change the way he thought about love, how he thought about his wife. And it, it had to start with him and what he was doing and how he was showing her love. And I just really enjoy that little experience just because it shows that we have the ability to bring love into marriages that we think right. are feeling. And an interesting thing about that is there's another study, it's called The Case for Marriage, and it's a book where they observed couples who said they were on the verge of divorce, they were considering divorcing, and then they followed them and they followed the ones who ended up not divorcing and staying married. And they asked them later, what did you do? What did you make it work? And they just said, you know, we just, we went through a bad patch. Like that's kind of how they would explain it. Like we just had some difficulties, but we got through it. And then they learned how to love each other again. And so 
I thought that study was fascinating because it is, it's true. Some, sometimes will get hard, you know, there will be some very difficult times in some marriages, but if you're both willing to work at it, you can have change within the relationship and you have that power. And so I think that's where we can, it can be so destructive to use the terms. We fall out of love because there is a choice. There is a choice there. And so much change can happen just through love. Yes. It might take a lot of time and a lot of effort. (laughs) I was just telling my husband the other day, I really think that the Lord put us in marriages and families to learn charity. If you think about all those attributes of charity, they all fall within a marriage. Yeah. And the point of charity is just to become more like our Savior. And so he's teaching us how to be more like him. Right. So here you go, you two. Have fun. Yeah. Good luck. luck. (laughs) We got you. Well, Sarah, this has been amazing. Amazing. And I think we could talk for hours. Yes. Hours on end. (laughs) And I'll have to have you back because there are some things I want to dive deeper into. But thank you so much for all your wisdom and for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I It's been just a pleasure talking about this. It's true. We could just go on and on. There's just so much to learn. But I, I hope some of the things that we've touched upon have been helpful. And if anything, we each one of us leaves examining ourselves and realizing like how we can be better. Because I think you nailed it with just that idea of charity within marriages. Like that's the point. Like we're trying to become like our savior. And this is just one of the areas where we can discover more about ourselves to know how to become more like him and the changes we need to make. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much. And we will have references in the show notes if you are interested in looking at those references. And so Sarah, thank you. Thank you again. It's been a pleasure. All right. All right, everybody, that's what I have for you this week. Go and make it a great week and don't forget to embrace all of it. Talk to you soon. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.